0: Deal, how you doing, Johnny Torres? Hope you all are having a uh, phenomenal Monday. Coming off of God. Awfully short weekend. Um, but uh, nonetheless, as always, there's uh, tons of stuff to talk about. So we're going to go ahead and jump right into things. Don't forget, uh, you are watching the most important, relevant podcast in politics. Uh, yeah, I would also uh, say the most diverse conservative political podcast in politics. Um, uh, if you'd like an audio version of this show, uh, we are just killing it in the audio version. Uh, you can find it on all the tech overlords over at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, Odyssey, and iHeartRadio. All right. So please subscribe, like, share the audio, uh, leave us a review. That also helps us immensely to grow the show. Um, and, um, of course for the video version, you know, which you may be watching right now, you can find that on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, So you can find all of our previous episodes and interviews and all that fun stuff. Uh, Speaking of which, as uh, campaign season kicks off, uh, we are going to be doing more candidate interviews, some one-on-one interviews, so keep an eye out for that. And if there's somebody you in particular would like to hear from, just go ahead and send us a message on any of our social media platforms and uh, we'll go ahead and put in that request uh, to do a one-on-one interview. And likewise, if you are a political candidate, and would like to come on the show, uh, we'd love to talk to you as well. So hit us up, we'll get it scheduled, and we'll, we'll get you on the show. All right, with that, uh, let's go ahead and do a real quick run-through with uh, today's uh, topics. First, we're going to do Meet Virginia and New Jersey uh, as uh, we kind of recap uh, the results uh, from the election last week. Of course, they came out Tuesday night, and that's why I'm all uh, patrioted up uh, tonight, you know, because uh, was a, it was a good night. Even in New Jersey, where we lost. But uh, we'll talk about why. Uh, build Bill's Better. Joe Biden finally getting some points on the board. Uh, still not as big as a win as Democrats and especially progressives would have liked. But, uh, hey, we'll see um, if that's going to have any uh, effect on his disastrous approval rating. Um, and RDS kickoff. Our very own governor, Ron DeSantis, uh, not only kicking off his 2022 campaign, for re election here in the state of Florida, not the presidency, but also making some big COVID announcements in the process. So we'll talk about those as well. And COVID collapse to keep uh, on topic here, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the latest uh, cancel culture casualty uh, for not having been vaccinated. Uh, His uh, situation a little more complex, but uh, nonetheless, uh, a a great insight as to uh, just the current uh, culture, atmosphere, uh, and media perspective on COVID and antibodies and treatments and all that jazz when it comes to COVID. So let's go ahead and jump right into the big table where we have our usual suspects to the left of me. I'm sorry, to my right is is uh joe wicker hello sir oh
1: hi <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay i'm uh, trying to find out
2: what's going on with Rogers. so he lied no let's not you, go there right we're now we're not yeah. going there we'll right get in we'll, that yeah okay. we're gonna get there all right and i then, didn't do my homework and then, i haven't done my taxes yet i just admit it <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to do this in october if you had an extension
1: right no
0: i'm being facetious oh okay yes Extensions are. were due doing October 15th. And that sarcastic gentleman on the far end is the one and only Unable, hey David Harris How you doing? So, uh, <laughs> big night for Republicans in uh, Virginia. Um, I mean, they basically swept the executive cabinet. Um, they also had some gains. The Virginia State House delegation officially Republican, I mean, mm-hmm. it's crazy, like, you know, because I think it was, what, about 10, 12 years ago, they had a Republican governor um, that obviously kind of started to fade away. And people pretty much said, hey, Virginia's a blue state now. And I think a lot of people had written it off um, and leave it to, you know, COVID and just, you know, it not only COVID, but also a lot of these issues with the school. This is what I think. COVID obviously. Forced parents to pay a lot closer attention to what was happening in their kids' schools. So now we're seeing the fallout from parents actually having a much closer look at what's happening in their kids' schools, which was a big reason between CRT and between the sexual assault that happened in Virginia that was tried to uh, that they tried to cover up. They did cover um, up, right? And um, and then McAuliffe stepping in it and saying that he didn't feel that parents had a right to say, uh, you know, had any say over their child's curriculum in school. I think, you know, again, I think there was the dominoes. You can see you can almost literally trace the dominoes, which, you know, and I think McAuliffe also very um, stupidly, you know, but arrogantly also felt that I think he was just going to win this. I think he he felt he had it in the bag. I think
1: the majority, and again, these are exit polls, so we were able to see what individuals were talking about. They were concerned about the economy, they were concerned about inflation, they were concerned about jobs, they were really concerned about education. And then when they broke down the education, it was more or less, and I didn't know this, Virginia is like the second largest, um, Virginia was the second longest state that did not allow kids to come back for after the pandemic. So they had it longest where kids were at home with their parents. So right there, there were a lot of people upset by so the that, governor <laughs> trying to that push- That was the election right that there. Was, yeah, that's the election right there. So right at that moment, see in the CRT situation, yes, it's not being taught in classes, however, the way you parse that out is that, however, all the teachers have already gotten, gone through their, like, sensitivity training to teach kids about, like, different ways of C- C- CRT. So, when they say that it's not being taught in classrooms, that's not necessarily true.
2: Well, um, wow, it just got quiet when we shut that fan <laughs> off, didn't it? <laughs> we tried to do um, it before the show, but, I mean. We forgot. Well, the, the I mean, I, it was really quick when, in the b- debate with Governor McAuliffe or whatever, or former governor when he was running again, Um, it was really quick that the clip where he's like, I don't think parents or whatever should be making decisions on what's taught. I forget exactly how he said it, but um, it was really quick. He kind of glossed over it, but I guess that ended up becoming – you know, it's probably running on TV and
0: well, I don't think stuff. it helped I that mean, also oh, the, the New York ads. Yeah. Well, the New York, uh, the New York Times put out an op ed saying the very same thing, mm-hmm. you know, that well, that parents basically are stupid for thinking well, that they should have a, a, a say over their child's curriculum. I, I think I think a lot of people that are like in the middle, on the left.
2: And maybe like some liberal Republicans, I think they they just place way too much trust in bureaucrats and they think that there are certain things that government just does. And in our society, we've come to believe that education is somehow the sole responsibility of the government. Right. And it's like, you know, just because the government provides a service that we're paying for doesn't make it the government's responsibility to do so. It doesn't correct?
0: mean they're any good at it. it, it yeah. does, and it
2: doesn't mean they're good at it. So Which as they're not pa- in most right. cases. As a parent, you know, you're always responsible for the upbringing of your yeah. child. And I think a lot of people have just assumed kind of naively, just not really paying attention that, oh, you know, in general, you know, teachers want to teach, they want to do the best and people in administration are trying to do what they can. And, you know, that in general, you know, people's hearts are in the right place. And then you hear someone actually say what they really believe Mm -hmm. on the left, which is that they don't believe that parents are capable of actually being in charge of or really even part of their child's education. They want you to give the child away to the school, the school's completely in charge, and then they'll give your child back to you when they're ready. And it's like, I think some people realize, wow, like this is really how these people think. And, and it's I,
1: beyond yeah. just the teachers. I feel that it's more or less coalition at school boards. These people who are elected officials are acting like they are the sun and the moon when it comes yeah. to the education of the children. Yeah. Well, there's some districts in California saying that you're not allowed to clap at uh, at meetings, That's which is insane. Oh, right. And you have others yeah. that are kicking people out. Right. I mean, this is well, the, a ba- the well, they basically
2: Well, em- they've basically um, stepped on just – The general concept of of open and public hearings. Correct. Or public meetings. They got they got used to that
0: Zoom meeting real quick. It's a public
2: meeting and then all of a sudden it's like, well, you can we can only have this many people. And let's be honest, right? It's it's some of it was COVID in the beginning, but now it's just straight up like we don't want people coming. Correct. They don't want
1: anyone to be in the room they just don't want
2: people there. So they're stopping people from coming in the room. They are placing rules like, excuse me, like minimizing people's time allotted to speak, which granted, I understand if you got, you know, if you got 200 people in the room, everybody can't talk for five minutes. I get that. But these kind of arbitrary, like you get a minute, like you get 30 seconds, you get 60 seconds. That's all you get. And then, on top of that, placing speech rules, mm-hmm. yep. speech rules. And here's the, that's the piece that I'm kind of like, okay, how is this even constitutional? You cannot address a board member by name or you, you cannot speak against any particular, it's like, what? Yeah. What do you mean I can't say something against a particular board member? You're in a public official in a public building and this is a public meeting and I am a member of the public. Well, the other (laughs) thing that
0: people don't also take into account is why are these people on the school board? What is their agenda? What is their goal? Right? Um, And so, for instance, I'll actually bring up an example here local to the Tampa Bay area, which I'm sure is probably not that uh, crazy of a situation, I'm sure it's much more common, honestly, than we care to admit, and that is that in the school board in Pasco County, um, there is not a parent among them. There's not a single parent on the school board in Pasco County. Really? Yeah. So our friend uh, Jen Licata. Wait, wait, uh, wait. wait.
2: When you say parent, like you're not saying like they don't have kids in school, or they don't have kids at all. You're
0: saying no one there has any kids at all. They may not have. So that I don't know. Okay. Okay. But I know none of them have kids in school. In in the school system. None of them have
2: kids in the school system. Yes. Okay. We just have to confirm if it's. That's interesting though. I mean, you would think somebody
0: would. Well, and and so Jen Licata, who is the wife of. Of our friend Chris Licata, who's been on the show many times, um, it, you know that's kind of her pitch. You know, she's like, "Let's get a parent on the school board." Yeah, that's, that's kind of odd. You know, and so I'm sure some of them are parents. Yeah, um, I um, but has member. Yeah, nobody yeah. has
2: a kid in school. Right,
0: exactly. So then, what is their agenda? right? What are their priorities lie?
2: They're put um, there by and, the unions. And They're there by the unions. To, put there by the unions to watch their money. Oftentimes, watch out, watch out yeah, out that
0: money. or vendors or you know, you know. It's, yeah. again, you know, I, I had the opportunity to talk to a former school board member and he said, look, the reason that uh, Hillsborough County in particular is broke is because the school board members that have been there for all of these years refuse to make the, the hard decisions that are necessary mm-hmm. to get the uh, school board budget back into the black, which is to close schools because there are, there, there's, and there's some areas in the county that have very small populations. And so they won't let them combine the schools because when you combine the schools, then oftentimes you have to let some people go. Right. Right. You know, but now we have schools that are half empty, you know, and you have duplicate staff, you know, and then again, you know, that's where your bloated budget is, is in salaries. Um, and so obviously there's a demand for these people. It's not the majority of them likely would not lose their jobs, Mm -hmm. you know, but you got to reshuffle the deck from time to time because the variables change, you know, people move around like areas that were heavily populated are now not as populated. And the excuse is always, we
2: need more money. That's
0: always, that's always always the excuse.
2: Mm -hmm. And even when they get it, which is a lot of times. It never solves the problem. And if you ask them, you know, how much money exactly do you need to solve X, Y, and Z problem? Mm -hmm. They couldn't tell you Mm -hmm. because they don't want to back themselves into that corner because what if you actually give it to them? The legislature might actually give it to them or the voters might actually give it to them.
0: Yeah. And so, uh, Virginia, to get it back to the actual topic, um, you know, again, uh, just – I think that was – there was a huge fallout from, uh, you know, from suburban moms. Mm-hmm. They know that suburban moms overwhelmingly went for Yunkin. Also, the rural parts of Virginia – turned out in huge numbers more than Trump, um, you know, right. For more than Trump for Yunkin, um, w- which again, I think I hope that the, the, the Republican party learns from this lesson that we don't always need, you know, uh, a, a fire starter. You know, we don't always need the guy that's out there that's making the most noise and making the, you know, making the biggest stink about what's going on. Right. This guy was like kind of your average Joe, successful businessman, kind of looks like your dad next door. Had he been in
2: politics at all? No. No. This was is he wealthy? Time. Was no. he wealthy? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Got He's got. wealthy. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm just, you know how it goes. So yeah. If you're a businessman and you're not in politics. you can, And
0: then the other thing was, again, rich. was being in touch with what are the issues that people care about. Right now, obviously, with inflation and all the prices of everything going up, you know, he vowed to get rid of the grocery tax, which that's, I think is ridiculous. That's something I did
1: not realize. And that gets yeah. on the point of like people are talking about their
0: checkbooks right now. People are talking right. about what's hitting them that's in their
1: day-to-day. One. That's and, a good campaign. And how does the cur- how does the Democrat not how talk do you about that? not talk about getting rid of a tax on groceries? Yeah, how yeah. do you
2: disagree with that?
1: You don't, but how,
2: head, he I, never brought it up. How can a politician disagree with getting rid of a tax on groceries?
0: Yeah. Right, exactly. Where that's where it's hitting you know i mean like that's, even, that's hitting 100% I mean, you, of your uh, population yeah, i mean
2: i mean you could almost well get ga- pretty much everybody uses gas but even that wouldn't be at, but
0: not everybody not you know right? like, now when you have the, uh, the right now when you yeah. have the 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 railroad you know you have right, the trains right. in virginia that's you have the I'm metro like the, you have
2: that's what i'm saying like that's not people aren't wouldn't be as sympathetic to removing a gas tax Right. but removing the food tax like how are you going to argue with that right no i want your food to cost more I mean, like, how? Especially how would you, right now. When, how could you argue with that?
0: When they're looking, when you're looking at a 30 percent increase, especially yep. coming up on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody took a uh, a picture of a turkey, a frozen turkey, right now was like that 50 was bucks. like over like eighty five dollars. <laughs> um, eight, it was over eighty dollars. You don't $80. have to eat turkey yeah. on Thanksgiving. You know? Well. And
2: the point they made you can be thankful <laughs> with your um, stovetop stuffing and uh, and some
0: ham. I don't or know what chicken. State, I don't know what state this was in, but they made the point that it's actually cheaper to go out and get your hunting license to go out and actually shoot a turkey. Um, yeah, than, I guess it would be. Then, then it would I be. Because I don't think. One. Yeah,
2: because I don't think a hunting. Yeah, I don't think a getting hunting license to, is. We're getting back to
1: traditional you. values when it comes to getting your real traditional this Thanksgiving. Don't, don't get your, So I think this is the biggest issue that I think people are talking about, and we might touch on this later because it was going to be. Topic, but we have other things to talk about.
0: Kill me some cranberries. I
1: know. Talking about the fact that this administration is so bitter. About poor people commenting and complaining about cost. Oh yeah, They're, they 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 feel that it, they almost have, they look. It's almost like how dare the pe- it, How dare us yeah, peasants? It's almost like let them eat cake. Up. Oh really? Yeah, they the, they can't afford thing, yeah. a gallon of gas. Yeah, yeah. And that's what upsets so many people. So yeah. over the weekend, you had the Secretary of Energy uh, on CNBC or yeah CNBC, and they asked a, a real question like, what do you what is the administration's what is the administration going to do when it comes to gas prices? And she literally laughed out loud. <laughs> you <laughs> On television, like head back, head forward. like it was like wow. Whoa, ho, ho, ho. That's me today. I know it's today. getting
0: expensive, and today, so
2: seventy five bucks. It was on wow. the dot. It was kind of cool because it just was on the dot. I swear, I let the pump just. And run. you
0: have a small SUV.
2: It's it's a crossover SUV. It had a little bit in the tank, obviously. It put nineteen point four gallons in, and it That's just happened. Wow. It just happened to to hit to land on seventy five. I'm telling you, wow.
1: People are going to get more and more upset now. Because a this disclosure: is people every there is single day. Pre- this is premium gas disclosure. Okay. Because I, cause I
2: can't put well, I can't High put the this. the car calls hey, I, follow, <laughs> I, follow, I, I maintain my equipment, okay yeah, right. I maintain mm-hmm. my equipment, so I follow the manufacturer recommendations, but anyway, 75 bucks <laughs> though, for a crossover SUV, I mean, that's what you expect to pay for like a work truck right 75 dollars to fill up is like a tr- that's a
0: work truck, yep no that's a lot well and and so again i think you know uh, as they say these midterm elections are often a precursor they're they're kind of a measuring stick on what the midterms are going to look like and 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 i think things are only going to get worse for them um, come the midterms, you know, we're obviously going to talk yeah. a little bit about this bill that they got passed. Um, but you know, for Democrats, I mean, uh, it, it, Lindsay, if you could put up that graphic of Virginia, I mean, um, because, because people wanted to say that, oh, this was, you know, this was the white voters you right, know, and that this right. was some oh, sort of, yeah, we you know, on we're going to get into racism. Of course it was racism. Yeah. And, you know, but look, the entire state of Virginia swung mm-hmm. Republican. Like, the, the, these are the so numbers t- where, Tell me how this—what so this do the is, arrows represent? So like, these are the shifts, basically, from one election to the next. Okay. You know, and so some districts will shift to more Democrats and okay. shifts. Okay. Well, so every district in Virginia shifted red, shifted to the Re- Republican every Party. Every district did. Every single right. district. So um, you can't
2: even say—right, so it's not even it's not even geographic-based and— And it's not, you can't even, you can't even try to say, because even the cities, you're saying even in the- Well, look at the the suburbs
1: of uh, uh, Alexandria, which is the top to the east, I believe that's what that area is. Those are the suburbs of DC. That's where a lot of DC um,
2: employees work. Somebody said something the other day that like, due to COVID, a bunch of federal employees were working remotely. Do you think it's possible that some of these people basically went home? and like didn't, didn't vote, like I'm just curious, like
1: are there some. What do you mean didn't, went home and didn't like,
2: vote? N- like do they, like they live across the border in Maryland. They don't live, they work in D.C. but they live in Maryland. Oh, majority, well that's, that's yeah, on I the don't other pay. side. Or, 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 or they've moved away, or no, 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 excuse me, I'm sorry, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't even make sense, no. I, the, the claim was that like there's all these federal employees yeah. and people that just, they gravitate to D.C. Right. For, for work and yeah. contracting positions and all the money. Could a bunch of those people have basically bailed out of the voting, and they don't vote there anymore? They don't live there because they're working remote and they don't have to live in D.C. So they got the heck out of D.C.
0: I mean, an Anibal can probably pull up the final numbers, but that I would do. be a lot that's of people. It, it would start to be. I mean, oh, it's still it would to be, be a ton of people. I don't but, think. I don't think that's. I think that's a. That's a terrible conspiracy theory. Um, because <laughs> starting rumors, you know, because Joe, I'm, supp- no, I'm just, I'm just very, saying. Very I mean, D.C. Did no, let me Do no, you understand Why? what I'm no. saying? No, I know. Occurs, but let me tell you why that's a terrible excuse, uh, because I've I've seen it floated around a little bit. Is that oh crap? Oh, so that is um, that is good lord. Leave me alone! I'm trying to do my show. All here. this technology, <laughs> and you oh, can't God. turn off the ringer. Oh my lord! You're supposed to be the best of no, us. No, I figure it's my sister. You know, so don't you know, blame she, family. She's going to revel in the fact. You know that what? She just We're not blaming me you. We're the not show. blaming you. Oh no! I'm blaming her. No, don't Anyways, worry about it. These people are engaged in the process, Mm -hmm. right? These are the people that understand, you know, first and foremost, the impact of an election. Right. um, At every level of government. I highly doubt that these missed, were the yeah. kind of people I, I that know. are going to sit out an election. If you're um,
1: getting a check from I, the government, you're not missing an election. That's right. And if you yeah. and when you pass, you're still not missing an election for a few cycles. I'll say this. So the right. Democrats are so the Republican won by 65,520 votes. Um it was 50 50.6 to 48.7. Fun fact the Lieutenant Governor, the Democrat Lieutenant Governor, got more votes than the Democrat Governor. Wow. That, uh, the who?
0: I, the Democrat lieutenant governor. So yeah. The,
1: yeah, the Democrat lieutenant governor got more votes than. Uh, <laughs> well, that was the, the other Democrat. She's, a woman, that, right? it's, yes. she's a woman, right? she's a woman. Who why, thought
0: running yeah. McAuliffe was a good idea?
1: Yeah, she like, got almost ten thousand more votes. She, she got
2: went, a percentage point higher, which is which wouldn't make which wouldn't be surprising because she's a woman.
1: In general, people don't so, like recycled yeah, candidates, but you also usually vote down tickets. So if you're a Democrat, oh, you I hit, understand what you're saying. As a Republican, no, I'm going to vote for the Republican But women historically,
2: yeah, but you get a couple percentage points just by being a woman. So the fact. That she got one percent more, you know, and so that means people. Yeah, but her voted opponent was the, also yeah. a woman.
1: Yeah,
0: that's right. You know. So yeah. really, it means the no, people decided. No, no, no decided... But he's
2: saying she, the lieutenant governor, the Democrat.
0: All right, let's go give this another shot. Hey, everybody, welcome. It is uh, obviously a Monday as uh, we give this another shot here round two for the yard sign thank you so much to everybody for watching uh, as always don't forget to uh, subscribe for the audio portion of our show where we have far less technical issues uh, that is uh, available at a tech overlords at Google Apple Spotify Audible Amazon Odyssey and iHeartRadio. Uh we of course in the first segment of the show we were talking about uh, the results in Virginia in New Jersey um, and uh, you know really I think we were kind of uh, slow Slowly getting uh, right towards the transition point uh, into our second topic, you guys, which is, uh, you know, build bills better, really is what I decided to call it because, uh, you know, I don't know what uh, Joe Biden is building back. The the whole slogan doesn't make any sense. Um, But, uh, you know, this so called infrastructure bill, um, among other names, uh, you know, was able to get through with the help of uh, 13 Republicans, uh, most of whom are on their way out because. Uh, they're either going to be challenged and they're going to lose, or they have chosen to resign. Oh, hang on a second. Sorry. Go
1: ahead. Oh, am I am I allowed to talk though? Yes. Uh, first point, I like to make that the simple fact that you thought we were going to transition as smoothly as you assumed we were going to oh, no, is I hilarious. Don't, I know we definitely weren't. And two, I did not know this, but a large majority of those that voted for the bill are from New Jersey, and New Jersey currently has a thing where they're trying to get funding for an Amtrak extension into like. To right. Manhattan, so yeah. they've actually been wanting to vote for this a lot because in New Jersey, its approval rating for the bill for the infrastructure bill is almost seventy six percent. Yeah, so for those Republican New Jerseyans, it made a lot of sense for them to vote for this bill.
0: Yeah, and there's money for again a lot of these kind of projects, you know that again are are they're very union friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're obviously going to create a lot more government jobs, which liberals love, um, and uh, you know, and again for those. Republicans, especially the ones in New Jersey, they got on board, and that actually gave the progressives an out uh, because uh, they, of course, are none too happy with this administration. Given that none of their priorities were included in this bill, or um, or even in the future bill, which is likely not to make it past the House, anyways. People are
1: also saying that we were, we got too close to the truth, so we got censored. That's right. That's <laughs> right.
0: This is a tech overlord shutting us down. We'll go with that. Uh, oh, yeah,
1: I that's. That's a better response. Uh, I will say this. I'm gonna, I, I pulled it up earlier, but I kind of lost the link yeah. in regards to the breakdown of the infrastructure bill. However, this situation <laughs> basically proves that the progressive caucus in the House is, is, is a farce. Are we getting any roads here? I think we're getting like 3% roads. Any roads?
2: In, no. In East Hillsborough County, are we getting oh, any roads? for this?
1: for Riverview, the Riverview? Wait, no, this isn't the penny Anything. tax. This is the, the larger infrastructure bill that's, I know. Being fo- that's I know. focusing no, more on I know. bridges I some, and ports. I know. We and want some of like daddy's that. money. <laughs> we want to bring,
2: bring some of that back.
1: Some of that port Where, where back? do you
2: think that money came from? We're the All third largest state, so we're probably one of the largest contributors. I, I want some of our money back.
0: Yeah, well, that's uh, not gonna no, and besides, I'd rather have Brightline continue to do what they're doing. Uh, you know, I can't wait for Brightline to come to. No, is
2: about. there is there anything significant in that bill other than just a bunch of pork that's going to go out to special interests and get blown? And no, I, I bet you you will not see a bridge being built in the next six months. Well guarantee. it takes it takes
0: years next year for in these the things, things to, to happen.
2: happen. I, I guarantee
0: you because that of all the bureaucracy and all the all the BS well, to me.
2: what I'm what I'm going off of, I'm putting my money that this is gonna be like shovel ready jobs. Right. Remember which, the shovel ready yeah. jobs that weren't so shovel ready? Right. Mm-hmm. That which even Obama transpired. admitted that? Yeah, it never yeah. happened right. I mean I'm 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 betting my money on that. That that's a this is what the uh, is another one of those.
1: Okay, so it's yeah, so no, here, here's some ahead. of the trans So some yeah. of the transportation, roads, bridges, and major projects is 110 billion dollars. Again, this is all around DC. Over, over That's trillion only, dollar. It's uh, yeah. only a tenth of
2: it. A- hundred and ten billion, and it's a tr- it's a tenth of it. Passenger
1: That's right. and freight rail, sixty six billion. Public transit, thirty nine billion. Airports, twenty five billion. Port infrastructure, seventeen. Transportation safety programs. Transportation safety programs eleven billion dollars. Electrical money down the vehicles seven point five billion zero to low emission. Does buses, anybody know and, and, where
2: the electric vehicle money goes? <laughs> I mean, it's, no. I'm, I'm asking. The government doesn't make electrical ve- electric vehicles. <sighs>
0: Is it just? I'm just. Does it go? I'm sure there's subsidies. In you
2: there. think that goes to like Tesla and Ford and and all the companies? Well, that was, the big, well, that the, was the big
0: drama that uh, Elon had with uh, Biden was because um, apparently in and I don't know if this language stayed in the bill, but orig- apparently in a certain version of the bill, um, it it specified that it was only these electric vehicle subsidies were only going to manufacturers with unions. Oh right, um, and, yeah, that's right. I remember that. And so, yeah. therefore, Tesla would not right. Qualify it would be for Ford, subsidies. GM, basically yeah. the the big. It doesn't automators. matter. Hertz already did what it needed
1: to do: buying an entire fleet of Teslas and yeah, shooting then, that stock up real high.
0: But then Tesla said that 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 Elon never signed the contract. Is it officially so, not signed yet, or he's oh, just not Elon said that he's not signed a contract with Hertz. Okay, so then Hertz just made it out you know, publicly. So, Hertz is the one that made it public about so that. So that means there's probably is a contract, but he hasn't signed it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which, again, that's why would he – but why would he publicize it like that? Why would he kind of balk at it? You know what I mean? It is odd, isn't it? You know, especially with such a large order. Maybe
2: he has some relationships with some other companies that Hertz would be
0: competitors maybe, with. Maybe see if he gets a better offer. Maybe. You know, so – who knows okay um, so
1: i'm i'm adding up the numbers right now cuz i don't think this equals up a trillion dollars zero oh, and there's emission, all kinds of dark money in there and fairies well don't forget the 25
2: don't forget like the the 10 billion to the cia right
0: you well know, and then the other thing up, is yeah. is that this bill is incredibly unpopular um not you know just in general not unpopular in the sense that people don't like it uh, just unpopular in the sense that nobody gives a you know, crap, you know, well, no, because
2: nobody thinks that it, because nobody thinks it's really going to benefit them. That's why. Sure. People have seen this. We, if you we know, went through
0: the, this last cycle, we
2: went the, through this one, in Obama, one of the advantages to actually getting older is you have that, the experience and the hindsight and you've lived through enough political cycles that when something comes up and a lot of people think it's like a new idea, yeah. you're like, yeah, we, we've, Done that before. Well, remember, i, or I've I mean that before. The
0: money was like raining from the heavens, you know, for all these mass transit projects mm-hmm. and everything. So much so that Hart. <laughs> and we won't uh, name other names, oh, Lord. instituted a Tesla program <laughs> that literally would pick you up in a Tesla to take you to a bus stop, I think it was. The last mile you know, program, It was the last like mile program. And so literally to get you from that last mile to the bus stop to encourage people to use the bus more, right. they bought an entire fleet of Teslas. Um, Hillsborough County did? Yeah. Yes. Uh, hard so, how
2: many do they own? How many oh, do they, they still
0: own? Yeah, no, they got rid of them. They got rid
2: of them? So, because well,
1: yeah. it, got, it got really public what was happening, and then people got embarrassed about well, it and they got rid of them. Oh, okay. a so stupid let me, idea let, to let, me, stupid.
2: Make, let me make sure I understand. So, you would take the bus, the, the Tesla was going to do what? Pick you up at your home to take you to the bus stop?
0: Or that, or, it or, was or picking the up final the bus mile. stop and taking it home. was the
2: final mile. Right. Like when you got off at the bus stop, <laughs> right. the Tesla would take you home.
0: Something to that effect. Because I don't think I even it's
2: like I, a I final. It's like it final mile. Sure. Yeah. Someone
1: yeah. that used to work in the gov- in the Tampa in the Hillsborough County government said yes. The city of Tampa had a fleet of Teslas to carry people around downtown. Well, that was something else. Yes, that was something. that, that was another that was, Tesla that, program that was different.
0: That would be, that became um, the uh, the mover. What was that? The the people mover or whatever. Man, and uh, that was when, so those Teslas went to auctions. So check this out. We missed that. We missed that. They went to auction. So we, yeah, we, no, went to auction. Oh, we should have thought about that. Yeah, that's what so, I'm saying. They went to auction. So the so that the, the downtowner. That's what it was. Remember. Downtown. So I, the downtowner started off as golf carts. Yeah. And they would drive, drive you around downtown. Yeah. You know? And then they upgraded from the golf carts to the Chevy Volts. Um, and, and then that, those were pretty popular. And the drivers seemed to like those. And then they bought these or leased them from the county, the Teslas. But it turns out that the Teslas aren't really great for that high level of use. Right. You know, and, and so, like, they would barely make it through, like, an entire shift. Oh right, because you know, it because of the amount of you yeah. know Tesla's a high a, end. If it was a base, it's like putting a Porsche you know, in but, a taxi service. Like, right? Why exactly. would you do no, that? No, it makes no, but, no it, sense. but
2: but the base level Tesla is only good for like 200 miles, right? Yeah, yeah. and then, so if and then, you're driving all day long, well, I mean, and the worst
0: part is is that they were the Tesla X's, uh, which were the ones with the gull wing doors. And oh. so those took a lot of power, oh. you know, to operate, and they were slow, you know, because again they extend out. So, so there was all kinds of issues. No, with, uh, we gotta spend the money when we guys. And it. and then eventually the I think even the downtowner program I think might be gone. No,
1: now it's like a almost like a uh, Uber kind of situation where you can actually order a car to come in. And pick you up. It's very weird. I don't know if they're still doing it or not. I, I haven't. Actually, I have not seen the golf carts in a while. But who would think that getting a ride
0: for free would cause a company to go bankrupt?
1: All I know <laughs> is you can ride one of the it, the trolleys right now oh my if God. you want. Okay. After yeah. adding. So also this is, not free. This is NPR, uh, the website that I'm pulling Who is driving
2: from. Who's driving the, the Teslas? No,
1: someone, the was sitting,
0: sitting, someone was sitting inside of it. Uh, These were companies. The it was a company. No, it was the a company. No, they were. it was a company. That was hired by the city to run these, these to to run these little routes within the downtown area. Man, what a
1: racket. It's, I mean, we should start a company and just submit contracts.
0: And so, yeah. And so then, so then what would, what happened was the city funded it, I think for the first three or five years. And, and then, and then, then of course it to hope folded. that it was then be po- profitable. By yeah, then. and then of course oh. it folded. And then, what government program is profitable? Exactly. And the
2: owner of that business knew the whole time that it was never as soon as work. the money dried up, that was it. <laughs> like they knew the whole time. They're like, "Oh yeah, save no, those we're down.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so back to what I was saying earlier. I did the calculations from NPR when they broke down where the money was going, yep. it only equaled $548 billion. So I, I don't know where I'm the other you, $400 c- billion is. The is
2: other $400 billion goes to the CIA for continued operations in <laughs> Afghanistan. So the <laughs> other, other
1: infrastructure is the broadband infrastructure is $65 billion, power infrastructure, $73 billion, and then clean water, clean drinking water, $55 billion. With um, Western water storage at 50 and removal of pollutions from waters and soil is 21. But
0: nothing, nothing that is going to help us in our current economic situation. I mean, oh, no, these are
1: all
2: long term projects. Don't you think here. for 65 billion, you could just launch like uh, solar powered internet connection, airplane? Like for 65 yeah. billion, can't yeah. we just all have internet? Well, again, you know the irony.
0: Basic internet. Like, like,
2: like, who needs to pay for internet if you're going to spend sixty five billion?
0: Well, the irony is, is again that SpaceX was able to come along. mm -hmm. You know what I mean, and show. The government that hey, if you privatize this, yeah. we can save you a ton of money. I, in think the like, yes. I think it's like I think it's a hundred million, hundred million now to launch. Yeah, and it,
1: it used to be like almost a, like it used to cost ridiculous. I think of money. He,
0: I, I think the original cost was in half. Like right out of the gate, they cut the the, the cost of all, all these. But uh, in fairness, wasn't Obama the one that that initiated that? I mean, remember he
2: caught all that flack for getting rid of NASA, and everybody kind of felt like it was like unAmerican. But I mean, he's really the one that did that, though, didn't he? That I don't know. Yeah. And and that may be the case. Now maybe it was At already least opened
0: the door for for privatization. I, I don't I know don't, if I don't know if I Bush
2: had that in the work. Maybe it was already in the works, but I remember we stopped the shuttle program right. under Obama.
0: Yes, and but the whole idea was that yeah. it was going to give them ten years to then redesign the shuttle program. Which they never did. Which right, they never did. And in that time, oh, it, it you know, SpaceX was came suppo- along. NASA was supposed to recreate the program. They were going to remodel, yeah, because they were using again, they were using 1970s, right. 1980s technology, right, right, and there was just Kinda... And they were supposed to, with the money that they that, that was uh, going to be saved by shutting down the program, okay, that money was then going to be reinvested to redesign the program to then relaunch on its okay, own. Okay, gotcha. That makes a lot more sense. But again, actually. NASA has never been able to compete with what Blue Origin, SpaceX, right, and these other companies have been able to accomplish, right. And so now it's it's maybe the best pri- public private partnership out there. Because Elon Musk and 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 what's his name at Amazon?
1: It's costing 50, these guys are like I really want to go to space. Yeah, it's costing fifty five <laughs> million dollars Charles per Bronson's person like, to send
2: someone or Branch, Richard Branson. I'm sorry, is like I really want to go to space. So they're like really, it's like their pet project. Yeah, going to space is like Jeff Bezos is like a pet
0: project. But 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 it, not only is it their pet project, but it's a guaranteed paycheck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they know the government's going to make good on that check yeah. every single time. Richard Branson.
1: Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk right. every one of them has like their okay. own little Okay so project. but this is the thing that we have to we have to get back to domestic Figuring out how to well domestically send our people into space. If we're going to have this conversation, it costs eighty one million dollars per seat for the NASA to send astronauts through Russia to get to the ISS. Like right. that's how ridiculous it's getting. We have to trust Russia to send our people, yeah. and we're paying Remember, them for like
0: 10, 15 years. Yeah, we're sending. We're our still astronauts. We're
1: technically still doing that. We're not sending our astronauts for our own people, and no, also we are.
0: We're, well, there's the command crew that's coming back tonight. As a matter of fact,
1: with uh, which, from
0: from, um, from SpaceX. Yeah, but okay, they're coming back from. SpaceX. Well, they're coming back from the space station. Okay, on a SpaceX I capsule. I,
1: I view anyway. I view NASA, NASA in, says it costs them about four hundred and fifty million dollars for each launch. Heads up to Pensacola, by the way. I
2: I view going to space as a civilian kind of like like things people do that like jumping out of airplanes. It's like join. It's like join join the army and they will pay you to do that. <laughs> right. Like you don't have to like go through all this and pay a bunch of money. Like you can join the army and they'll they'll do it for you. They'll I'll train do you. It. They'll, They'll actually you pay got, you. If you
1: got the money, you need to go. They'll push you, know you out of the airplane themselves. Origi- and pay you original, original, like space and original. What's like the plane, purpose of going kinda-
2: to space? I mean, other than other than you go up there and it makes your tummy feel weird for a couple minutes and you're floating around for a little bit. Like, really, that's a hundred million dollars.
0: That, to me, is not going to space. You have to that's have, not going to space.
2: You have to have crazy but money. But that's what Bezos but that's, is doing. That's what they're doing. That's hey, if,
1: what, if people are willing to pay, let them pay. That's Why, what I,
2: Virgin Atlantic are you not was. A, they are you, you not a capitalist?
1: Are you becoming a socialist? Oh, I don't care. Allow people to spend the money care, the way they want to spend that money. Virgin
2: Atlantic, they literally flew an airplane to the lower levels of orbit, and then everybody was like,
1: woo. And that if, happened for in, like two minutes. If rich white people want to pay for this, let them pay for it. Because, you know, every time someone... Stop talking with people. Every time... Oh, because Joe never does it.
2: <laughs> that's okay.
1: Every time someone does this, It reduces the cost eventually for other people. Yeah, this that's is just true. going one step yeah, at a time. You to need get to those people. Yeah, you need
2: the rich. People to, to pay crazy money to go up there, but so it's
0: funny because it is such it a first out. world thing, and we do this so much as an as a as a nation. Yeah. Not only do we do it in yeah. other countries, but we do it in this country. Like for example, going out to pick your own strawberries. Why am I Why am I going to waste my like <laughs> t- like two hours? I do to ta- I don't want to talk about this. Pick my own strawberries. You
1: I'm getting triggered. I don't want to talk about this. I had. Well, my had kids go no do idea. that because
2: they have fun doing it, and and they get to eat while they're doing it. And but you
0: got to pay somebody. For for the privilege to do that.
2: Oh yeah, but my wife comes back with these flats and it's like, cheap. It's so cheap. You have to go no, after after the harvest. Right. They let you pick what's left on the vine. It's super cheap.
0: But I'm sure you probably paid more for that flat than no. they did no. to the, the... No, 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 no. no, 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 no. That's super cheap. the whole point. I'm yeah, not no, going to no, It's no. super cheap.
1: However, no. once I realized a Hispanic person picking strawberries, that another Hispanic had already gone somewhere else, I was furious. Yes. I think I was in what? fifth grade when I realized what we were doing. <laughs> Mom was slave laboring us to the fields because she wanted strawberry smoothies on Sunday morning. Oh I'm gonna God. not talk about this anymore. The you same pick, reason why I didn't know the orange juice place, yeah. didn't come in a jar. Yeah, I thought it just came from the back of the house because mom refused to buy orange juice from Publix. She just sent us to the backyard to get oranges. Yeah. slave labor. This is what. This but we
0: do this a lot. We go to other countries and we do jobs that the people there no would typically do. But we do it as a, like an eco tourist attraction. I, I actually have you gone apple picking.
1: No, it's the worst sensation. Ever. Why would I? Uh, Because we're not white. (laughs) Right, exactly. Our families
0: worked hard to stop uh, apple uh, uh, pig and uh, strawberry pig. Our children to school everything.
2: A bushel of (laughs) apples is heavy. Dude, a a bushel of apples, that would be heavy.
0: Um, I didn't even like picking the fruit in my great-grandmother's backyard. Also, this was Maine. (laughs) Not even the
1: South. It was Maine. And Lauren wanted to go apple picking, and I felt so offended, Uh, and they couldn't say anything.
2: You really need a cold snap for apples, though. (laughs) I mean, you need it to get cold for apples to... You you can't do that in the South. I mean, they might have some varieties,
1: but... I cannot.
2: Anyways, um, I, I don't I understand. I don't understand what's so funny I love about my picking apples. <laughs> I, I don't even get that. I'm not in on this joke. Like, I'm not in on this joke. Like, I would pick my own food with no problem. I don't do that's a big you deal. You don't,
0: but that's
1: exactly why it's funny. <laughs> because, why? Because your people have not had to do that in about 100 years. My, <laughs> and my people did that my, 25 years ago. I have
2: family oh members that can – they can – their food already right now for it's the like, winter yeah, it's
0: that's, like pain.
1: And, and that's like in the Appalachies okay joe <laughs> oh, calm down well it is in
2: the foothills of it's tennessee like, it's it is like, time actually in the Appalachian.
0: who would have who would have guessed it's like pain to go turkey hunting or fishing or it's like why am I doing this work? Somebody else should be doing this, so then I can eat. the you don't. The isn't there a section in public okay. for this? I so, okay. I, well,
2: I get, I get it now. See, you guys are doing. You guys are paying to do things that. I, I don't get how this is funny. You guys, you guys are paying to do things that Southerners just do. You grow food for subsistence, and in the winter time, before it gets too cold. You take everything out, and you have to can it. You can your corn, you can the tomatoes, you know, you I make beets, and you can it, and Joe, you put it up for winter. we will talk.
0: just what you do. Because our parents left countries to stop doing that kind of shit. Okay, I get it. <laughs>
2: But is it a problem that people still do it here? I don't understand. I mean, uh, someone's got It's a, a problem. Gotta,
1: it's a problem when upper, like middle class Hispanics <laughs> send their kids to do exactly what their grandparents did, and left their countries to then come here and they have their children do it. I, 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 okay, I, I
2: get, I get it. So it's odd. It's odd, if you came from a country that was that's main export is like. Tomatoes or something, and then you come here and pay to pick tomatoes. That seems odd. I get okay. I get
1: the comment section (laughs) also got it. I I, I get that. (laughs) The comment section is they're sending flags. There's a brown heart. (laughs) People are understanding (laughs) Joe. You got you got to pick up on the times. Well, well, you're talking to my
2: my family. (sighs) My family will will be canning stuff like now. Like, I mean, so I just, I didn't think that was a big deal. Anyway, <laughs> you're talking anyway. to a guy, you're talking to a guy who, my wife still, we make our own bread, people, okay? Oh, my We, we buy wheat by the five-gallon bucket. I think it comes from Wyoming. My, my
1: wife makes, um. We grind our own wheat. We she make like, our she own lets, bread. She lets banana go bad, <laughs> and then she makes bread out of it. No, I don't understand.
2: Banana bread, banana pudding. Evidently, it's a it thing. Yeah, it can't be like, yeah, it needs to be ripe. It needs to be fully ripe. Anyway,
0: All right. Well, you know, point being (laughs) that Biden is pretty much the only person who cares about this bill because nobody else does. And it's not going to do anything for him, his administration or for the midterm. Yeah.
1: So the progressives were the ones that really fell on the sword when it came to this. They were they were saying they're not going to do this unless the Senate passes the bill back better, which really should be should be called like a shitty bill to begin with. Because human infrastructure and all this nonsense. And again, originally it was like six trillion dollars for the Build Back Better, and then because of two senators, it's down to 1.7. Well, you know it's bad when even Democrats don't uh,
0: take the progressive no. seriously.
1: But remember, what was this version of Republicans back in the day? It yeah. was uh, the Tea Party and, sure. yeah. and the lower Tax caucus. I can't remember the name of the caucus right now, but they killed bills because it was going too high or it was going against yeah. the But CBO. that's because they stood their ground. That's what I'm saying. Those Republicans back in there, and even some Democrats back in there, had backbones, but these have not, and they will never be taken seriously. The squad will never be taken seriously. I'm
2: still trying to figure out why is any politician, Republican or Democrat, trying to still act like they're a fiscal conservative. No. Like why no. why are you even like no one like I don't even think fiscal conservatives expect fiscal conservatism yeah. anymore. Yeah. Like No, what I love is like, when liberals who, when no liberals No one even cares about that anymore. When
0: liberals try to make it out like, you know, Democrats are the only ones that provide tax cuts for the wealthy. Meanwhile, it is literally Nancy Pelosi, yes, oh, who yeah, is fall, yeah. who is fighting for the SALT uh tax to to be reinstated, which is, you know, basically to uh, to prevent people from uh, or to, to force people to pay not only the state and local taxes, uh, no, I'm sorry, to save them money from, uh, you know, basically saying, well, if you paid your state and local taxes, you don't, then it, you can subtract that said, from yeah. your federal taxes. And Which, again, only applies to people making over half a million dollars. I
1: think it also it's because like it applies
0: states that
2: have this issue. Because yeah. it applies to liberals that live in New Liberal, York, yeah. New Liberal? Jersey, Connecticut, right. California. Blue? That's Blue states.
1: Oh, we're not wrapping. There was one and other.
2: So- there, hey, there was one thing I wanted to say about the space thing really quick, and that is when, when, when back up a little bit. When Elon Musk's talking in your throat. When, when Elon Musk's uh, when the booster stage yeah. came back down. Folded down the the feet, yeah. and landed like on a on a pad out in the oh, ocean. Yeah, I lost like, myself. <laughs> like I, that was one of those moments where it was like I, I was love proud to be. It every time. Yeah, I love like it. I, love I was it. proud to be an American. It was kind of yeah. like yeah. Why don't y'all try that, Russia? You ain't you don't have you don't have a rocket that lands backwards that's right. in the ocean on a freaking thing that's like, you know, do like this. Yeah. You can't do that. Like, right. what's up now?
0: With these like you know little I mean? little fucking mosquito nets, you know, yeah, that come I out mean, the side.
2: I, I was just like, really? We just freaking launched a rocket and brought it back down. That was
1: insane. Yeah, if you don't think yeah, Americans care prou- about the rest of the world, I, just wait until we start well, commercializing space. I was, proud
2: to, yeah. I was proud to be an American in that moment because of two things. Number one, the it, was the civi- yeah. it was the innovation and in the civilian sector did it, which I right. kind of liked. Yeah. But also because it's like... Every now and then you start getting down and out and you feel like maybe China's getting ahead. And, you know, you hear Vladimir Putin on TV say something that actually makes sense. And you're like, what the hell's going on here? Like, yeah. like how is the rest of the world kind of bypassing us? And then we do something like reverse land uh, rocket right. in the ocean. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. We are still number one. Which you know? as
0: much as um, as much of our technology that has been stolen Primarily by China, but certainly by, I'm sure, India and Japan and all these other countries. It amazes me that they still can't catch up to us in the space race.
2: Hector, if Spirit Airlines goes to space, you can freaking forget it. Because I'm going to tell you what Spirit Airlines will do to your ass, okay? They'll take you to space, and then they will come over the intercom. It's an additional $25 if you want to actually re-enter the Earth's orbit. We're going to go ahead and send a... Flight attendant through now, uh, we'll take credit card. And Uh, if you don't, they'll leave your ass up there. That Spirit Airlines will nickel and
1: dime you. I mean, a bottle of water is a la carte. I will say, I was expecting them to start charging for air. Great for for short trips, horrible for long trips.
2: They're going to start start charging you to use the latrine
0: on board. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching The Yard Sign, the most important and relevant podcast in politics. Johnny Torres with Joe Wicker and Ebel David Cabrera uh, having uh, (laughs) having a lot of fun here tonight um, as we now move on to our third topic. But uh, before that, just want to give a quick shout-out to all our congressional representatives and uh, their staff who uh, is currently here in Tampa Bay for a huge NRCC conference. Um, And uh, word has it, that uh, the Donald is their keynote speaker. So, uh, hello to the the Trump family and, uh, and the Donald, uh, who is in town uh, for the night. Um, but that's at his. It's at Mar a Lago, right? No, no they're no. at the convention center.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, in Tampa. Yeah, odds uh-huh. are he
0: won't stay overnight. He usually no. Can of course back. not. I mean, it's close enough. I mean, he just jumps yeah, on he's a plane. He's bouncing because, out. Yeah. I mean, he'll be he'll be home before midnight. Oh yeah yeah. We, so so we saw him over the weekend actually. Oh, that's right. You, yeah, you, we went to the LCR. Does UCR. he use
2: the 757? Does he still have the Trump plane? I mean, I'm sure he has it. There's is probably is a pretty big plane, it? yeah. Has anybody seen it? I
1: don't know. I don't know.
2: Remember, uh, during the campaign, it was like the thing. Yeah. That flew around in the Trump plane. Right, but I haven't seen the Trump.
1: So yes, Law Capital Republican (laughs) event was over the weekend. They had about (laughs) they had about eight hundred people attend at Mar-a-Lago. They were giving an an award to the First Lady Melania Trump. Yep, it was really cool to attend. Thank you guys for letting me and everything. It was a lot of. Oh yeah, it was it was great. She did a speech and everything else, and then he got up and did a quick like two minutes and just talked about it and made a comment like, "Hey, he was able to keep it to two minutes." No. I was being generous. (laughs) I was going to say, that's a record. It was at least five to seven minutes long. And he he did, it was great. It was a lot of fun. They raised a lot of money. And I think he, I don't know if he's going to run again, but. He's going to run again.
0: (sighs) Actually, speaking of which, okay, because that's a perfect lead in. I know he's going to run again. And why do I know he's going to run again? Because today, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis filed his paperwork officially with the State Department of Elections for his reelection campaign. And so we're incredibly excited, obviously, that we are going to get another four years out of Governor DeSantis. um, Because, you know, this kind of just bringing up the topic perfectly encapsulates a a number of stories that have come out over the past week. Um, I think the most exciting. Yet hysterical one of them all is being that the Democrat Governors Association has officially (laughs) not stated like Mm -hmm. just came right out and said, we're not investing in Florida. They are literally not, regardless of who the primary winner is, right. regardless of you know. I mean, I think literally the Earth would have to shift on its axis yeah, for yeah. them to change course because they. That's uh, a business I, decision. And I, don't, I, I, honestly, right, I you're think a, you're, right. You're, Ron, a, you're right, Ron. I think Ron DeSantis is going to walk right into reelection, and there's nobody that's going to stop him. Well, and also
2: you got to figure, okay, they went through, they went through the Gillum debacle, yep, right, and he screwed up their opportunity. They, they, they could have picked off the governors. Race oh, yeah. it, that year, they could have picked than it five off. Yeah, yeah, they could have picked it off. They screwed that up, and now Florida's more red, and Biden and COVID. Well, that was the other thing like, I was going mean, to mention. It's just not going to happen. It's, now. it's
0: it's it's, and I think that was the nail in the coffin. I think the fact that he ruined it for him. Yeah. Supposedly, 25 years later, to the day from when the Florida became a, re- a Republican state, a red state. So, in other words, Republican governor, Republican legislature. Yeah. 25 years to the day. Um, Republicans now hold the majority of registered voters mm-hmm. in the state of Florida, um, and I think the DGA looked at that and they're like, "Why? Why are we going to waste? Yeah, so look, money? because the numbers yeah. are worse today than
2: they were two years ago, sure. and and you know, and so if, and you're it, going up against the second most popular business. Republican yeah. in it's the country. It's just business. It's just business. Uh, if you're a Democrat, don't don't be defeated. It's just it's just business. They're making a yeah. business decision. Why would you spend? How much money does it take to run for governor in Florida? I mean, I remember Rick Scott. Sp- Rick Scott spent seventy five million, and that was ten million. years ago.
0: Hundred over hundred million. Well, and that
2: years. was that was what four years ago or mm-hmm.
0: whatever it was or, or well, eight, that,
2: ten and, years ago when he first ran. And that so. was a
0: blank check campaign. I mean, you yeah, know, Rick was going to spend whatever it took.
2: Right, to... but what does it take for the Democrats to run and win? What does yeah. anybody know? So remember just what just the pack
1: spent? alone. For for the day? governor has fifty eight million dollars in it. Yeah, minute. so wow.
2: so the Democrats have to spend a hundred million dollars to least. have a chance at winning. Why would you drop a hundred million when a hundred million will get you the governor's mansions in a multiple states?
0: Sure, yeah. I, and if anything, I think you're going to see them push hard in Georgia. Yep. I think they they're oh, feeling yeah. they're feeling oh, strong yeah. in Georgia. Oh yeah.
2: Imagine what they could do with fifty million dollars in Georgia. Yeah. I mean, outside of Atlanta, you don't have a media market.
0: Right. No. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. I mean, I mean yeah. that's your media market. Yeah, I mean, where else could they be competitive? I mean, I think they're going to want to keep Louisiana, North Carolina. They're going to want to keep North Carolina, maybe. will. Yeah. Gonna...
1: So now keep things going in Colorado. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, keep how do you look at what, in what happened in
0: Virginia and think that you have any kind of a Arizona. shot? Arizona. You know. Well,
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying. They have Arizona. They have Colorado. I think that's Missouri. They got to keep all as that. Well. So they have the, of course, it's all the West Coast. That's not Missouri. It's Nebraska. Is that Nebraska? I'm okay. sorry, Kansas. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. Dear Lord. Kansas, so Kansas. Nevada, I think, is one they're going to try to protect. Is someone yeah. definitely they're going to want to protect?
0: That's Kansas. Uh, should be a red. The Republicans
1: state, yeah. are really starting to take out the um, the northeastern states. Mm-hmm. So I think there's only Maine is the last one that if they take that, then they have the New England area once again wrapped up. The Great Lakes are going to want to keep because that's definitely going to be something that they're going to fight
0: for, and they've well, always
2: Michigan in trouble for the Democrats. I don't
0: think Michigan is, or but Wisconsin. I think, I think it's Wisconsin well, that's in and, trouble. And looking back at Virginia, they I got hold Louisiana again. The the overall message, you know, and in and, and and at times. Ron DeSantis is kind of on the borderline here, but I think the message from Virginia, especially for Republicans is don't be weird. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like just be normal, go out there, champion, you know, the values, champion the, 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 the typical, you know, agenda, you know, to reduce taxes, family values, you know, um, and, and, and just don't get weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because freedom's pretty popular. All you gotta do is you know, I mean the message
2: of letting parents decide, letting people choose themselves, like Ron DeSantis said today at the news conference, it's like, you
0: know, stop telling people what to do. Right. basically you know well and then to that point and the reason I said that kind of Ron's kind of on the borderline is because he has picked up some of Trump's kind of mannerisms mm-hmm. you know with you know the hand gestures and even kind of some of the ways he talks at times and that sort of thing and that's fine you know what I mean because it, it certainly I think brought him out of his shell a bit yeah, yeah, his public yeah. speaking has gotten so much better well that's yeah.
1: because he had to fight the press every single day yeah. during COVID right. and that's going to make you a much better debater and that's, that's one of the biggest things that we we even talk about for speech and debate yeah you only get better by picking rough topics and having to defend it would you say he's a master at it? no i don't think he is because he still (laughs) says about about seven to twelve ums every time he's doing a press conference well i
2: i remember i remember being concerned about rick scott because rick scott was always so
0: (laughs) to blow past
2: so rick scott was always so um you know on message yep and which is good because it's discipline.
0: I mean, everybody I knew that was close that. to him said that yep. Rick Scott was easily the best candidate, uh, you know, to manage and work yep. with, you yeah. know, for that very reason. He was just, he but, he, he, always yes. yes. he always stuck to the talking points. He always stuck to.
2: And he's a super, like, he's a really nice guy and he's a very genuine person when yeah. you meet him. But I just remember, like, when he was first campaigning, you know, he's kind of robotic. Yep. I mean, a little bit, a little bit, you know, not. You know, the charisma wasn't really there. The messaging was there, but the charisma was there. And it made me nervous because I was afraid that he wasn't connecting. Kind of like how, um, you know, Marco Rubio, like, really connects with people. Right. And Rick Scott didn't have that. And I worried about that for him. But he succeeded because his campaigns were tight. His messaging was good. And the guy did a great job as governor because he delivered on what he said he was going to do. Yeah. He committed to 700,000 jobs. He delivered a million before the election. Um. DeSantis is doing the same things, you know, very smart guy, very cerebral kind of, you can tell he's like into the data and the numbers and things like that, Harvard law grad and things like that. So you kind of worry a little bit as to how's he going to connect with people. But to your point, kind of emulating a little bit of Trump's stuff, fighting back with the media, not just taking it, fighting back and sticking up for himself, yeah. and in doing so, sticking up for parents and taxpayers. Right. And I think he's benefited, and now here he is. You
0: know? Yeah, look, and, and it's been a big week uh, news-wise for Republicans uh, and the governor. I mean, because yeah, also in the news this week has been the fact that he's called for a special session. Uh, so he's going to call a special session uh, not only for the vaccine mandates, which we're also going to get to, uh, but those may, may also be in uh, a judicial problem right now. But the vaccine's coming down from the federal government, um, and also uh, how they're starting to affect things here in Florida, um, but even when it comes to workplace safety and some of the regulations that are coming down from OSHA, and uh, and so you know announcing that you know that's probably going to be at the top of his legislative priority for the actual session. Uh, But the special session is definitely going to be to address these vaccine mandates by employers. And the goal is obviously uh, to eliminate them being mandatory among employers or making it illegal to mandate that your employees. I don't think we have any lawyers. I don't think I don't know if we have any lawyers watching. But
2: how realistic is this?
0: And and I'm I'm,
2: I'm at I appreciate what he's doing. What I'm saying is how realistic is it? well because one of the I things i saw vary. was that we're going to exit osha i'm like okay i mean our, our that's great like so states are reasserting you know themselves in sure. this republic as right. free and independent states okay where are we going with this like are we just exiting i, I don't
0: know i mean I, see the dichotomy though that it I produces mean, is that now all of a sudden you're creating a whole new state agency mm-hmm. which again not very conservative you know and right. then, you know and then also if you're dictating that employers uh, can't enforce um, the mandates, then also is that, you know, is that also a problem? I don't know. I'm just curious where it's going legally. I'm well, just curious what we
2: can and cannot do. Well, from legally. what
1: I understand, what's going to happen and is, is that they keep on this, it's going to go to the Supreme Court. The Fifth Circuit Court was able to figure it out. And so I think what's going to prob- I, I I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to the Supreme Court, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if it doesn't get. If it gets overthrown, I wouldn't be surprised we lose this because they keep on throwing back to the I think the 1945 or 1920 or nineteen fifteen, um, like pandemic. This guy in Virginia didn't want to get it, and he had to. The like, government forced him to get it. Yeah. Also, back in the day, you were fined if you didn't get smallpox, uh, vaccine. So like that's that was a huge deal. Right. Yeah. So it's interesting to see what will happen now. But
0: again, the death rate at which you know the the these um these, uh viruses. Had were substantially larger than uh, than COVID. You're talking about like smallpox and things yeah. Like that. Well, it was, he, it was a far more deadly. Well, virus. here's
2: here's here's what I think some people. Um don't understand about what's really going on. Okay. The, the, the president of the United States can't, states can't just dictate to you, you will do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Mm. He can do that to the military, but that's about it. Yeah. Okay. Real quick. Can, sorry. Yeah.
0: Just cause I'm not yeah. even sure if we're still on. Yeah. Uh, can you, well,
1: we are still on. can
0: people can still hear us? Yes, they can. Okay. All right. Good. Okay. Um, there's two elements here. One is OSHA,
2: which man, which, uh, oversees, uh, health and safety in the workplace, right? So it's kind of a, it's a labor thing, trying to yeah. protect employees, right? right? So the government's saying, okay, OSHA, a federal agency, is going to be passing a regulation <clears throat> that states that if you have 100 employees or more, you have to be vaccinated as a employee protection measure. Right. So that's how they're trying to make it happen. It's through regulation, right? Now, on the healthcare side, which I'm dealing with, it's coming from CMS, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. And here's what they're saying. And this is where I think people are, that are all excited about pushing back against this, mm-hmm. this is where I think the the, the courts are going to disappoint, because CMS isn't saying that healthcare facilities and agencies and whatnots and whatnot have to have their employees vaccinated. That's right. not what they're saying. What they're saying is is that if you want to get paid by Medicare or Medicaid, mm-hmm. yeah. if you want to be paid for any services. That you've provided under those programs your people have to be vaccinated so now we know what that is that that's forcing you it's basically taking your livelihood away Sure. okay i mean virtually every doctor hospital facility whether it's inpatient outpatient what have you is typically involved in some type of government program or insurance program that's contracted to the government or whatever so they're just using the power of the purse to say oh you don't have to get vaccinated but if you don't, we're just not going to pay you. Yeah. And so and, and unfortunately, I think from a legal perspective, and that's why I'd like to hear what some attorneys have to say. But from a legal perspective, it's kind of like saying um, when people throw out the term, uh, when people are arguing about guns or even this vaccination thing, they'll say things like, well, you have to insure your car. Everybody has to have a car insurance or so, something like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but you don't have to drive a car. Right. You know, and, and, and of course, that's not a fair argument because it's kind of like, well, but we kind of all have to, though. Right. So but legally, that's true. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's a privilege it, yeah, but, to drive. right. But legally, that's true. You don't have to have insurance on a car. We're not making you. It's just that if you don't, you can't drive this car. So right. that's what they're doing to the healthcare profession. They're saying, well, we're not saying you have to get the vaccine. Right. But if you don't, we're just going to take all your money. And
1: bankruptcy. It's, so. it's becoming a really big issue. There are some states that don't. So if, if you get fired for not having the vaccine, you would probably go on to um, what's unemployment. It called? unemployment. Well, there's some states are saying that, that because are, yeah, right. you chose yeah. to not take the vaccine, you are you're not going to calls. get it. Yeah, you're being fired and for so calls. And so there's yeah. some states are saying that. There are other states that are like, well, no. And now they're, again, this is just creating so many lawsuits in this situation. Because now lawsuits are coming up like, no. Some states, you have to have it already in your contract yep. that you have to get the vaccine. And because but you don't you, have it like that, then you cannot get fired. Well, it's, it's no, not, you can.
2: OK, I so, hear I hear you. But so as an employer, law, you can no, reissue. But
1: that was the that was the lawyer. That was the lawyers out of like Michigan yeah. or like North Dakota. OK, well, like a that.
2: contract is different. Florida is an at will state. Yes. So yes. so like so I'm having to deal with this as an employer. And quite frankly, I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of all of it. I should be spending my day trying to help help provide the services we provide to seniors in the community and helping my employees grow and advance into whatever their hopes and dreams are. But instead, I spend my day on webinars with labor lawyers trying to find out what I'm supposed to do to prevent myself from being sued. What am I supposed to do to protect this and protect that? And it's just this games machine. I'm I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it, and so with the employees, you know, yeah, an able, you know, an employer can say, "Hey, guys, company policy now is no
0: beards." You know, well, that's and why. If you
2: choose to not, and if you choose to have a beard, you can be terminated. And and
0: well, even though we we crept right into yeah. our final topic of the night, I do want to just kind of bring the 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 third topic yeah. to a close, which is that this is why. We're going to see a very surprising special session because even among Republicans, there is going to be some pushback on on the um, prohibition, I guess, of vaccines or or I guess on or, or on or on eliminating the mandate. Um, well, they're not prohibiting you know, vaccines, not prohibiting the vaccines, but they're, anybody they're, that wants
2: vaccine can get a vaccine. But there are
0: going to be some Republicans that are going to basically be in favor of these mandates. Um, and they're going to come out and vote in favor of these mandates. You know, so this special session is not going to be clear cut. They're not going to go into this and knock it right out and be done. Those with are going to be the ones that are in be-
1: purple districts that are trying to hold their seat. So. This is Probably. this is that's what we what got I'm... from Evan Powers. So he uh, he tweet, he posted earlier today or tweeted that the governor says that we are going to stop bossing people around. The next next week special session is going to protect Floridians from federal government overreach. So the special section uh, session agenda is reject COVID vaccine mandates, protect private healthcare and religious um and religious information. No re- religious exemptions. Uh, that's not what it says. I understand what it's supposed to say, but that's not what it says uh begin withdraw, oh, uh, oh begin right withdraw that's, gotcha. from o s h a and remove authority OSHA, from the state yeah. health officers to order vaccines so what they're saying
2: about the religious information is they're saying that um that people's uh, pe- uh the the information about employees is 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 gonna be protected because I think what's gonna happen is The OSHA is going to come in or CMS is going to come in and say, show me, they're going to try to audit your religious exemption, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, show me this person's religious exemption. It's like, well, if they, if we have a policy in place as a company and this person met the policy requirements for the religious exemption, are you saying that they have access to that person's records in regards to their religion? Like, so I think they're trying to protect that information, which if you can not effectively protect the information, then there'd be no way for the government to prove that you didn't have a religious exemption. And I, yeah. I personally don't think the religious exemption thing is is going to fly very well with with even the with the courts. No, it's
0: being challenged pretty um, heavily.
2: Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, look, as I'm a I'm a person of faith myself. I just think that what your problem, I think that that religious exemption is not going to be that
0: successful in the courts as people think it will be. Yeah. Um,
2: well, uh, here. I'm um, a, um, so,
0: also, this is a graphic. This is a graphic that was pushed out by the governor's spokesperson. So, the whole angle on this, the messaging on this, is going to be protecting Florida jobs. Um, and basically, they're saying Plo- private employer COVID button. Uh, Private employer COVID-19 vaccine mandates are prohibited. If employers do have a vaccine policy, then they must afford the following exemptions. Uh, Employees with health or religious concerns are exempt from any vaccine requirement. Pregnant women or women who anticipate pregnancy are exempt. Employees who have recovered from COVID-19 are exempt. Employees must provide all employees the option to choose periodic COVID-19 testing or PPE as an alternative to a vaccine requirement at no cost to the employees Test frequency to be determined by the Florida Department of Health, and then employers who violate these employee health protections will be fined. Small businesses, uh, 99 employees or less will face $10,000 per employee violation. Medium and big businesses will face $50,000 per employee violation. Uh, And government entities may not require COVID-19 vaccinations of anyone, including employees. Okay. Um, So let me me bring something up really quick. So just <laughs> all right so as an
2: employer i so i support all that as an employer Um, the challenge that I have though, is when you say things like, and I understand why they're doing it. I I get it. Um, they're saying that, well, if they want to be exempt and they choose to do like testing, um, then the, you can't force the employee to pay for it. Right. Right. Okay. Cool with that. Uh, Here's the problem. That means uh, the business owner is going to pay for it. Now I just did some quick math. Um, a COVID test, about 150 bucks a pop. If you're doing PCR tests, about 150. Yeah. Now it may have gotten cheaper. I'd have to check. Um, I have a company that can do them and, or I contract with a company that can do them. I don't do it, but um, you take 10,000. Okay. Let's, let's say the Florida department of health says that you have to get tested weekly because that's what people have been saying. Um, $10,000 divided by 52 weeks in a year is, hold on. I went to public school. Y'all bear with me. So that's 192 tests, basically. Yeah. Okay. A week. No, that's 192 tests at $150. If you divide, excuse me, if you, if you divide, oh, that's I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I did the wrong math. If you divide $10,000 yeah. by $150 per test, that, that basically is the cost of 66 or 67 tests. Right. Okay. There's only 52 weeks in a year. So that's one employee. Right. if you if you if you if you if the department of health says you have to get tested every 2 weeks okay that's two employees yeah. getting tested every 2 weeks for a year equals $10,000 so if that's the case businesses just take the fine <laughs> and pay, because you can't you can't pay if if i had what if i had you know, well, 10, the whole thing is to discourage them people. from the requirement. Yeah, but the simple fact is, the what simple fact if fact is I had 15 allowing... people? What if I had 15 employees say, "I'm, I'm, forget that, I want to get tested? And I'm like, okay, um, 150 times 15, that's $2,250, and I got to pay that every two weeks because I got to pay for the test. Like, Now that creates a, a problem. But both sides, I can't afford to keep both doing sides
1: it. are creating larger governments for this to work out.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, this is why. Republicans are for limited government. Just yeah. get out of people's business. Yeah, Republicans get are creating government lives.
1: regulations for those that well, don't want to
2: the Well, they're trying to push back, and what they're doing is, is the reason why, I know why they're doing, why they're inserting that cost. It's not because of companies like mine, which is a small business. They're trying to make sure that UPS, FedEx, Amazon, mm-hmm. every one of these companies that's got big facilities here or something like that, the Walmart, uh, stores and what hurts them the most they're trying to prevent them from saying to their employees okay sure you can have an exemption you have to get tested every two weeks and it's 150 bucks a pop they're trying to stop the companies from right. putting the burden on the individual employee so I get it I get what they're trying to do well and
0: eliminate eliminate the mandate completely
2: they're trying to get rid of the mandate so but but my thing is this just in general, guys, it's government creating all this mess, and it's never going to stop.
0: Yeah, but the problem is, is that if Florida doesn't push back, then you, then the federal government oh. is going oh, yeah. to is going to continue to I'm, enforce. I'm, have I'm the inv- I to am very to. interested to see where this um, divorcing
2: ourselves from from OSHA I, to me that's kind of exciting. I'm like, okay, so yeah. what else can we as a state? Department Separate. What, what, what else can we just divorce? I didn't know we could divorce Department OSHA. of Education. Yeah, like what else can we get rid of? Can we just say we're not participating anymore in the yeah. Department of Education? So, okay. again,
1: so again, I am extremely excited that the, gov- the governor has decided to run again for 2022 Yeah, and I cannot wait to vote no, for him No, but it. this goes right into yep. the
0: final topic, which was, you know, yep. again, the COVID collapse. I know, because- but I also
1: wanted to finish this topic because people are saying now that the governor shouldn't, the governor should say right now if he's going to run for 24. And that's a Big problem that we're having. I mean, no. there's a whole article about Roger Stone saying that he will jump into the race if if Ron DeSantis doesn't say that he's gonna only he's gonna fulfill so his four years. Did
2: Trump send his boy out there? Did, did Trump send
1: Roger Stone? Hey, I Roger, can confirm that they were in there, the same room on Saturday. Yeah,
2: go out there and put this out there. Did they force Ron DeSantis's hand? I don't think so, because you first no, to you had to
0: file. you know, he was definitely going to file for yeah. re-election. Yeah, because he, had, cause he the, doesn't have to. He no, can file and, and still it, run for it president. Doesn't, right, exactly. It doesn't necessarily mean he won't run for president. Um, you know. But, uh, and, but in Florida, we have resigned to run law. Right. So you can't be filed
2: to run for two offices. Yeah. So the governor DeSantis can run to file. He can file to run for governor again, and at a later date he could change right. his mind. Well, it like it was like just with can't Rick, run Scott. Both.
0: When yeah. Rick Scott when uh, Rick Scott left to run for the Senate. Yeah. he left Carlos Lopez Cantar in charge, mm-hmm. right? You know, and he was you know he was a great governor. He yeah. Li- he, he, yeah, for all of you know three <laughs> months. I think, yeah, I think or, it was less than hundred days because I mean Rick yeah. Scott literally waited till the last yeah. minute to be yeah. able to yeah. to jump ship. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. but so yeah. then this is the conversation.
1: Roger Stone truly, he's like, I'm not going to win governor, but I'll siphon enough votes so that there'll be a problem. I'm like, so you would rather a Democrat win the governorship of Florida? Oh, you asked him? You well, no, he it? did a whole interview about oh, this. Oh, yeah. okay. He did a whole interview, and the video is like 11 minutes long. And you're like, okay, come on, this is absolutely ridiculous. So, like, I because don't... he wants to clear the field for Trump. But that's yeah, the thing, though, yeah. no one is going to jump into this race that has Rhonda legitimacy. Ron is not going to be the spoiler. Yeah, but, until the yeah. governor, until the until the pre, until 45 makes that decision.
0: If the, if anybody is going to run against Ron, uh, against Donald Trump, it's not gonna be no. it's not gonna be Ron DeSantis. Well no. And no, that's no. what makes it so annoying. It'll be some, some never Roger, Trump or it'll be oh Larry gosh, Hogan. Yeah, but, so. but that's some,
1: what makes it so annoying that Roger Stone made this accusation and is already talking about he'll run for governor. First of all, you are not going to be Ron Mark, DeSantis. Mark my
0: words, I think it's gonna be Larry Hogan.
1: Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what state is he from again? Maryland. It doesn't Larry, matter. Larry Who?
0: Larry exactly. Hogan, Governor of A- Maryland. Exactly. Larry Who?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Right. So
2: Roger Stone is an, is an odd guy. Like, like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, for a living,
0: the, 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 the name ID ID initially obviously hurts you, but after a while you're going to get so much media coverage that, you know, again, like, did anybody know who Rick Santorum was before he ran for president? You know, I mean, some of these guys come out of the woodwork and you never heard of them and, you know,
1: but again, no one and on the Republican side is even thinking about running
0: until Trump makes that decision. And until that decision oh, is made, yeah, no, sure, one's gonna no one's going to say anything. You
1: can't. No No one will jump in.
0: Anybody that's serious, I think, is not going to run against him.
1: No, because they
0: all. know it'd be a lost cause. Well, the base is about thirty-five to forty percent already to the president. Yeah. Is that going to be
2: interesting, though? Like, isn't that going to be like? I, like, we understand why there were so many Republicans in twenty sixteen. It's, it's going to be
0: the "I told you so" no, campaign. No, nobody I mean,
2: thought. Nobody thought. Nobody thought. You know, Trump was going to win in 2016, right. the early days. So it's understandable why there were like 16 candidates.
0: The early days. I didn't yeah. think he was going like, to win until the, the until literally election day. But, but
2: like, but like who really runs now? Like, how do you run? Yeah. As a, in the Republican primary. What, right. unless you're a never Trumper, how are, how are you running?
0: Yeah. What's your message? Which, again, is the what's reason What's your message? Which yeah, is how do you run and not alienate those voters? Yeah,
2: how, how do you run yeah. and get Trump voters to vote for you?
1: Which is why how? which is why it makes no sense that Roger Stone did what he did. He's already throwing stones on uh, CD13. He's doing a lot of things, especially in the Bay Area. He's starting to move a lot of things. But so that's his
0: M.O. He's always been the fire yeah, starter. and that's what I'm know? saying. He's, so always... he's either
1: doing it for his own publicity. So if he has a book out, then we know what's going he's on. He's always
0: been the gaslighter. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, hypothetical scenario here, and this is certainly not on my wish list uh, by any means, <laughs> you know, but if Trump were to run and, and it, look, you don't want all him probability, to, run? you don't want him to, oh, don't get this n- started. No. Okay. That's the short okay. answer. <laughs> okay. But, you know, if, if, if Trump were to run again in 24, what's crazy is, is that, first of all, I think if the election were held tomorrow, I think Trump would win. Yes. There you go. Um, the problem is the election and what's even crazier right. is that it resets his term limits so you could essentially oh. have is th- that true? a three I term pre- Yeah, it can't be course. consistent. No, it has, no, it no, be consistent. Hector, yeah, it's it cannot be consistent. I'll check Hector and consecutive terms. You can't have uh, you can't have more than two consecutive terms. You uh, you can have separate you can have separate terms. That would be but. insane. But you know what, though, looking back
2: on it, think about it. Think about it, though. Well, but then the country, he's going to be in his eighties. The country screwed like up, but but he's going to live into his nineties. The country screwed yeah. up when they got rid yeah. of Trump.
0: They screwed up. Things were things were going well. Had not had COVID not come around, Trump would be our president. And and I agree. Yeah, but, yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean. Well, anyways, on that note, thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, it's been a little bit of a bumpy show, but we, heard, we hope you've uh, enjoyed it. Uh, thank you again to Enable David Cabrera, Joe Wicker, uh, and uh, please uh, go ahead and subscribe, like, uh, share our audio version of the podcast over at the Google uh, – over not the Google overlords, but uh, that's one of them – over at the Tech Overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, Odyssey, and iHeartRadio. All right, so you can find our podcast pretty much everywhere. Um. Uh, any uh, l- closing comments for today? Well, I think uh, the last topic was supposed to be COVID collapse.
2: I think we kind of yeah, and went and, and that, I was going to
0: touch on like Kyrie um, Irving and Aaron Rodgers it, and all that jazz. But, but COVID I mean, is but COVID is way 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 down. Yeah, thankfully. But the West and Coast is seeing a flare up. Right. Which and, it's gonna be interesting to see what that's about. Now right. some people maintain it's seasonal, so now all of a sudden right. we're gonna be on this roller coaster for God knows how yeah. long. Well, and I, I, I posted an article
2: on Facebook the other day, uh I saw an article that was talking about how they found COVID amongst um herds of deer. And it's just like, you know what? And I, when I posted it, I was like, I am done for the day. Like <laughs> like like but, because, but but here's why here's why that's a here's why that article's out there and here's why it's a concern. Because basically what they're trying to push, and this is the next keep COVID alive thing. Yeah. I I think this is the next narrative for keeping COVID alive, which is not that it's not the variants that when this thing finally dies down or people just can't deal with it anymore and say, screw it, you know, whatever happens, happens. um, They're going to say, oh, um, well, it actually can reside in animals and then the animals become a host for this and then animals become the vector and right. so this thing never goes away if it can right, transmit between out there. yeah if it can transmit between animals to humans then now it's never, ever going away. Because well, see, and this is especially problematic
0: them. for me because I hang out with my herd of deer every week. Right. And you were talking about <laughs> doing those
2: types of activities, like going out and hunting <laughs> right. and things like that. And I know how much you like that, and people pay to do those things. <laughs> That's right. Um, so uh, which, full Which, which full in, reality, <laughs> in reality, that means it's going to become a pandemic of the of the Of the southeast. willing. Yeah. It's going to become a, a pandemic of the
0: <laughs> Well, people, people said that, uh, I, I heard somebody say it's Today that you know, first it was uh, to mask up to you know save to save lives, and that the next iteration of that is to be to mask up to save the climate. Which you know, if you kind of think about it, it's stupid enough to work. (laughs) Democrats have fallen for worse. Anything else, Uh, Mister Cabrera? That's crazy. Uh, No, nope. all right. Thank no, you very we, much. I do. Kyle but. Rittenhouse's <laughs> yeah, trial. The yeah. Yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse trial.
2: I'm no, saying No, the so. i there's going to be riots in Kenosha when this kid. <laughs> Let's go. Well, he only shot. He. It was a white kid who shot other white Antifa kids, right? Yeah. So,
0: so maybe there won't a, be. So it's a white Nobody
1: white crime. It, well, it I'm was. surprised I'm yeah. surprised that it's hitting this much. However, my bigger concern is about the, the Trump dossier and how last week it came to uh, fruition that oh, all three so, of the individuals that uh, pushed so it 20, actually uh, fe- were indicted yeah. for lying to the Congress and lying to the FBI. I'm surprised and that, that
2: special prosecutor is still doing his thing. He was
1: allowed to do it. The, that was one of the few ones that were left The over. Democrats
2: are letting yes. those
1: people get prosecuted. Yes. So that's happening right now. Also, it was so funny because they're talking about how Virginia was about racism, and that it was nothing to do with the Democrats being pissed off at Democrats' no, leadership. Know. So when those in are reality,
2: when in reality,
1: that's during, a winning strategy. Call during racist. Same, super, but during super.
2: that same election, they elected the first black female correct uh, lieutenant governor, yep. and I think it was the first Hispanic correct. uh attorney general, uh, Cuban American, Cuban American attorney attorney CNBC
1: and mm-hmm. CNN. Like, have to see that you, with a straight face is hilarious. I they will don't post tell like, you those elections happen. No. They don't the even se- talk yeah, about it. I will post in the comment section, uh, it's like a three-minute clip yeah. of them just talking crap the whole time. They didn't time. even run the victory speeches.
2: Well, yeah. for the de- for the Democrats, if if, if Republicans win, it's because of racism. If they lose, it's because of racism. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, guys. right? which one is Jonathan I, yeah. I
1: didn't know that you were a white supremacist I'm, I'm very concerned about these I things I do my best yeah, but, well I've been trying you know, to tell you apparently guys. that's not <laughs> enough well now that I you're I've hunting it's, tell it's, you it's a thing that you should start doing <laughs> that's
0: right oh my gosh alright well godspeed to uh, the uh, space crew from SpaceX who will be arriving uh, off the coast of Pensacola sometime around uh, in 45 minutes from now uh, and then also thanks again to uh, President Trump for uh, popping into town along with all our friends at the NRCC hope they raise a ton of money uh, because uh, this midterm is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, congratulations on uh, getting a job renewal for all my friends on the DeSantis campaign <laughs> who are going to have another job uh, for the next uh, two years.
1: We expect to grab you so you can do an interview with them. And that's start right. Talking about them on this on the podcast.
0: Yeah. In fact, Helder Tosti, who was on the Trump campaign, is with the NRCC. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I, we have friends Oh no, that, NRSC, sorry. We have friends NRSC. at the event.
1: Now, Parker is yeah. there at the moment. So. We have also we have a lot of elected officials watching tonight's show or, and people that are running for elected office. We have yeah. of course our favorite friend, uh, Scott Lemington that's running for BOCC 1. We have uh, Chase for BOCC 7. So yeah, politicians w- watch so we we can call you
0: out. Ooh, and I got some gossip. Ooh, really. on a, on a congressman mm. who's going to be running for uh, governor of Florida. Really? Not against Ron DeSantis? But in at some point in the future, mm. they will be running for governor of Florida.
1: I ran into our, our good friend, uh, Amanda Are Mackey. The huh? <laughs> Are they from
0: the Panhandle? Huh? Are they from the Panhandle? No, thank God.
1: I ran into our friend, Amanda Mackey. Or from Lake County. I know. i again well, I I'll know say it knows. one more time so that someone remembers, sees me saying Amanda
0: Mackey, yes, yes. Your friends.
1: You hang out. You grab coffee. We get it. It happens all the time. She's a She's a, gall- she's a gorgeous. <laughs> when is she coming Are on the show? So you, uh, she said that, uh, call
0: her up and she'll come back on. All right. Awesome. So we'll definitely do that. Thank you, everybody, for watching. We'll see you back here uh, next uh, Monday (laughs) night. uh, In the meantime, have a great week. Good night, everybody. (laughs)